Welcome to the Ford Customer Service Experience, a podcast journey through stories told by Ford employees, dealers, and members of Ford's customer service family of brands, products, and services. Told in their own words, they share secrets to increasing sales and profitability and customer service retention. Built Ford proud and built to lend a hand. It's all about enhancing Ford's overall customer experience. In this episode, we report how Ford and his partners are fighting the coronavirus on the front lines. Our Rachel Martin speaks with Adrian Price, Ford's Director of Global Core Engineering for Vehicle Manufacturing, as he teams with GE Healthcare to design and manufacture equipment critical for saving lives in the war against COVID-19. Then Nora O'Donnell speaks with Ford Executive Chairman Bill Ford regarding what Ford is doing to assist healthcare workers in their battle against the virus and how Ford is pioneering workplace safety protocols for its employees working currently on ventilators and respirators, and how these measures may become standard operating practices as American manufacturing moves forward. Finally, I speak with Ari Gordon, a Ford Senior Master Technician from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Ari worked for five Ford dealerships over his career and has owned Ford Master Tech Auto Repair for 26 years. I was one of his first customers, and let me tell you, the guy struck me as a bit odd. White shop coat and latex gloves back in the mid-90s, pre-COVID-19. I took my 74 Bronco to him to have my brakes prepared, and I left with solid brakes and a custom posi rear end. I'm still thanking him for turning my Bronco into a beast of the Sangre de Cristo Mountains. Ari takes us through how shop is dealing with protecting both customers and his employees from COVID-19. Ari's a stickler for best practices and protocol, and he's famous for his post-prepared test drives with customers. Ventilators are like gold right now. The breathing devices can give seriously ill COVID-19 patients more time for their bodies to try and fight the infection. Hospitals need them and there aren't enough, which is spurring corporate ingenuity. Carmaker Ford is partnering with GE Healthcare to redirect some of its workforce to make ventilators. Adrian Price is Ford's Director of Global Core Engineering for Vehicle Manufacturing, and he joins me now to talk about this project. Thanks so much for being here. Good morning, Rachel. I'm pleased to be here with you this morning. So this is a big change. I mean, going from manufacturing cars to ventilators is big. Uh, You've got other facilities that are working on respirators and medical gowns as well. 
How do you as an automaker take the systems you have in place and retool them? Well, I think I think the good thing about working for Ford Motor Company is that we have an amazing range of very talented individuals. So, uh, you know, when a challenge like this comes up, we're able to quickly pull on resources from all over the company globally uh, to assist us in uh, and do what it takes to make this work. Um, ventilators are, are very complex machines, and some doctors say that the complexity is important because it makes them more versatile. You can use them for a variety of different patients or at different stages of the illness. But I understand the ventilators that, that Ford is going to be making are a simple model, right? What are the trade-offs? Yeah, so as we look to get into the ventilator business, we we went through a number of criteria to make sure that we had First of all, a ventilator that was going to be fit for purpose for all of the COVID-19 patients, no matter what shape or size or how ill or sick they were. Um, secondly, we looked at a unit that could be feed, field deployable because we realized that quickly our medical health service was going to be overrun in terms of beds and uh, availability of space. So we wanted a unit that was simple and portable. Uh, and thirdly, something that we could scale very quickly because we recognized that the most important thing uh, in this war was to be able to get the units out into the field as quickly as possible. And and that's why we chose the Model AE device that we're going to be uh, ramping up in production uh, starting on Monday. So each machine may not be uh, as as convertible as the complex machines, but you're, you're just going for scale. You just need to get a lot of these things out quickly. Yeah, and I liken it to, you know, if you're, uh, if you're sitting in your driveway at home and uh, you need to get to the hospital and... Uh, there's your brand new Ford Focus and you can jump in it and drive to the, the hospital. Are you going to do that or are you going to wait for uh, for your wife to come home driving uh, her Lincoln Aviator with a beautiful touchscreen and leather heated seats? And I know which I would do. Nice product placement, by the way. Um, so you you're <laughs> helping ramp up production at this technology company in Florida. But we've known for a while that mid-April right now would be the peak of the virus. And the specific Ford plant that you're going to reopen to make ventilators in Michigan isn't open yet, right? No, actually, our team has been working round the clock to retool that facility. First of all, to make it safe for our employees in this environment. And then secondly, to get all the uh, station facilities in place, the medical oxygen supplies that we need. Uh, in fact, our, our team uh, of facilities engineers who are used to retooling facilities to make, uh, you know, all new cars and trucks are out there right now building that facility. And as an example, putting together a, an oxygen supply tank farm, they started in, uh, started from the ground up and had the thing finished and complete in 10 hours. Understood. Is this on track to open Monday? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We'll have uh, all of our UAW employees coming into the plant. What will be the capacity? How many ventilators can you make over what period of time? Um, so our target is to get to 50,000 ventilators deployed in the field within the first 100 days of production, which takes us to July the 4th. And where do those go? Do you know? Those will go, uh, we're working with our partners at GE to get those directly uh, into the hands of the right medical personnel on the front line. And you mentioned the safety of your own workers. Obviously, that is that is paramount. You talked about oxygen tanks. What else is being done to protect the people who are going to be making these ventilators? So every employee that comes into the facility, first of all, starts their day with uh, self-screening. Um, and then as they arrive at our facility, um, they're individually checked into the, into the plant. They go through a temperature screening process. Um, and we're also deploying some uh, some new technology to help with uh, 
um, physical separation of employees. And every workstation is separately screened and shielded and is more than two meters apart. Um, and even in their break areas, they're, they're totally separated and they'll all be wearing uh, uh, face masks and face shields to make sure that they protect both themselves, uh, the equipment that they're working with and, uh, and their fellow employees. And it sounds like you'd, you will make them at least until the beginning of July and then, and then we'll see, I guess. Yeah, depending on the need, you know, we'll uh, we'll do whatever it takes to get as many out into the field to support the the frontline defenders because that's really what this is about. Ford Executive Adrian Price, we appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. No, thank you. Zero to fifty thousand ventilators in one hundred days. Rachel Martin with Adrian Price. Thank you very much. As Ford and GM shut down auto production in March. Michigan emerged as a major COVID-19 hotspot. The state has the third largest number of deaths in the nation, and its health care workers have endured shortages of protective gear. The state's largest health system, Beaumont, says that 1,500 of its employees are presumed to have COVID-19. Last week, we spoke Ford Executive Chairman Bill Ford remotely. What were your marching orders to your team when this crisis began? My team didn't need marching orders. Right from the very start, it was from our local hospital saying, hey, we don't have any protective equipment. Who can help us? Our company just jumped into action. And that began Ford's transformation from car maker to medical supply manufacturer. The company has since churned out millions of face shields, masks, gowns, and portable respirators for healthcare workers. This past week, Ford began producing ventilators for patients. There are companies that can make complicated things, but they make them in small numbers. There are also companies that can make lots of things, but they can't make complicated things. You know, we turn out an F-150 every 52 seconds. So when we look at this crisis as a country and said, you know, which industry is positioned to help us, not only in terms of sophisticated machinery, that can do a lot of them and a lot of them quickly. The auto industry is uniquely positioned to do that. In the plant I'm in today, we're wearing face masks and we're wearing face shields. Ford's executive chairman, Bill Ford, said the company has also installed plastic barriers between each workstation to enforce social distancing. Everybody is also wearing uh, watches that buzz if you get within six feet of somebody else. That's the first I had heard about these wristbands that buzz when you get within six feet of somebody. Yeah, we're trying it out. The watches that Ford is testing are made by Samsung and use Bluetooth technology. It also tells you who you've come into contact with that's also been wearing that, that uh, wristband so that if anybody was infected, it's very easy to trace who they were interacting with. Ford is testing the watches with small teams of workers now making medical equipment. And what do you do when it buzzes? Back off. 30-year <laughs> Ford employee Joanne Ritchie is on a line that's made over a million face masks. Just six weeks ago, in another clean room, she was making transmission valves. Joanne's daughter, Andrea, is a critical care nurse in one of the hospitals near Detroit that has seen both shortages of protective gear and multiple staffers diagnosed with COVID-19. And when your manager called to ask if you would come back, not to make cars, but to make face masks, did you think about your daughter and helping her? That was the first thing that came to my mind. I thought, 
I'm going to protect her. If I can, I'm going to protect her. I'm going to give her what she needs to do her job. Joanne Ritchie goes to her job at the factory every morning at 4.30 a.m., seven days a week. About an hour after she leaves for work, her daughter heads for her job at the hospital to treat COVID-19 patients. The first couple days that she came home, she was, you couldn't even look at her in the face. She didn't want to talk. And I said, I'm worried about you. I'm, I'm waiting to make sure that you come home at night because I don't know if you're going to come home. She really is on the front lines. Oh, yes, she is. Sorry about that. <laughs> Turns out it runs in the family. During World War II, Joanne's grandmother, Kiara, worked for the Hudson Motor Car Company in Detroit, helping to make planes and engines for the U.S. war machine, just as millions of other women did in factories all around the country. Your grandmother, Kiara, was a real Rosie the Riveter. Yes, she was. You just step up to the plate. Ford has stepped up to assist healthcare professionals on the front lines to save lives, as it also pioneers ways to protect the health and safety of its own employees. It's incredible to think that the 52 seconds it takes to make an F-150 is responsible for a lifetime of memories and experiences. We were scheduled to speak with Ari Gordon, Ford's senior master technician from Santa Fe, New Mexico, but unfortunately, Ari's been ill for almost a week now. His wife assured us it's just exhaustion and a bad cold. We look forward to catching up with Ari down the road for another episode and wish him a speedy recovery. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ford Customer Service Experience. And we invite you to check us out online and register at FordParts.com to receive information on unique content and other programs. And please remember to like and share us on your favorite social media sites. We'll see you on down the road. Sound like a beehive.